Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. Happy Friday for those of you who've been listening all week or who are listening to this on Friday. (laughs) We are ending our week with Psalm 27 verse 4. And for anyone who knows me, they know that Psalm 27 is my favorite psalm. And while I would love to go through the whole entire thing, we don't have time for all that. And it would be nice to have at least one podcast be under 10 minutes this week. (laughs) So let's dive right in. Psalm 27 is a psalm of David, and it is a very worshipful psalm and a very encouraging psalm. And I really, truly do encourage you to read the whole thing. Um, And I'm going to read Psalm 27 verse 4 in two different versions today. I'm going to read it in the Good News Bible. Um, because that's what I'm usually reading to you all from. But I'm also going to read it in the New International Version. Um, Okay, Psalm 27, verse 4. I have asked the Lord for one thing, one thing only do I want, to live in the Lord's house all my life, to marvel there at his goodness and to ask for his guidance. I'm going to read that again just because it's just so good. I feel like I could just like end the whole podcast right there. I I have asked the Lord for one thing, one thing only do I want, to live in the Lord's house all my life, to marvel there at his goodness, and to ask for his guidance. <sighs> I love that verse. I love the whole psalm, but I really love that verse because when we think about all the things we need from God, to live in God's house all of our lives, to marvel at his goodness and to ask for his guidance, to be rooted and grounded in God in such a way that nothing can shake us, nothing can distract us or deceive us or dismay us. I would just imagine that that would be such a glorious existence. But I also think of it as like, this is what heaven's going to be like, right? That we're going to be in the presence of the Lord and we're going to be marveling at his goodness. Um, we We won't need to ask for his guidance in heaven, I would imagine, but... I have this idea of just basking in the glow of the Lord and just worshiping him so completely. And so how do we apply this to our day-to-day lives now? Because obviously we're not in heaven. (laughs) There's lots of problems here on earth. And so that's why I want to read it um, in the New International Version. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. And I like the way it is in the New International Version because this idea of seeking, when we are seeking the Lord, when we are looking for God, we are focused on him. We are grounded in him. We are, we're singing to him. We're shining for him. We're standing on his word. We're seeing him at work in our lives. We're doing all the things that we've talked about all this week, right? You know, Monday was sing, Tuesday was shine, Wednesday was stand, Thursday was see, and now we end the week with seek, which really ties all of those things together. If we are going to seek the Lord, and it's the only thing we're going to seek is just the Lord, then we need to do that strategically. We need to spend time in his word. We need to spend time worshiping him by singing. We need to spend time strategically telling others about him and letting our lights shine to show others who God is and how amazing he is. And we need to stand on his promises. We need to not allow ourselves to um, get knocked down and stay down. And yes, of course we're gonna get knocked down because this life is so challenging and yet, It's not whether or not we get knocked down, it's how long do we stay down and when do we get back up. 
um, when I was a kid, I took riding lessons. And one of the things that the instructor would always say if you fell off or got thrown off, <laughs> depending on who you were riding, it was always get right back on the horse. And I'm sure you've heard that expression, right? Get back on the horse. And the reason it was so important to get right back on the horse when you fell off or were thrown off is because if you didn't get right back on the horse, then you would start to get scared of getting right back on the horse. You'd be intimidated. You'd be wallowing in whatever might be sore from crashing into the ground from a very high height, depending on how big the horse was. Um, And so there's wisdom behind getting right back up when we fall down. So I wanna pause and reflect on when are times in your life where you fell down spiritually um, and were able to get back up versus times in your life when you fell down spiritually and you wallowed there. And we'll be right back. Prayerfully, as you reflected on the different times in your life, in your life when you fell down and were able to get back up or fell down and wallowed, <laughs> um, prayerfully you were able to see that the difference maker was where were you at with God. And you know, God doesn't move. He's always right there with arms open wide to embrace us, to hold us, to carry us, to encourage us. But <clears throat> so often we move. We shift our focus and we forget the power that we have access to. And that's why I started out the, the week talking about singing because when we sing, we shift the atmosphere. And so if you're feeling far from God, I encourage you to sing praise and worship to him like out loud (laughs) because it changes something in our physical bodies when we sing something changes in the cellular makeup of our bodies and when we change our bodies we can change our emotions just like our emotions also can change our bodies and so it's cyclical right it's a cycle and it's relationship relate relation I don't even know what words I'm trying to get there, but there's a relationship between how our bodies are feeling physically and how we're feeling emotionally. There's a cyclical relationship there. Um, And so I want us to be encouraged that when we look at this psalm, especially in the New International Version, one thing I'm asking from the Lord, and this only do I seek, this is the only thing David says he's looking for, that he will dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of his life to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. And so when we look at that in the Good News Bible, because like, what does that really mean, David? What do you really mean that you want to live in the house of the Lord and you want to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and you want to seek God in his temple? Are you just like looking to be entertained or are you just looking to be in awe and that's why I like the good news bible version also because when he says when it's translated to live in the lord's house all my life to marvel there at his goodness and to ask for his guidance when we are marveling at god's goodness no matter what satan throws our way we don't get overwhelmingly discouraged because we're aware that god is still able so when we are seeking god strategically, consistently, through time in prayer, through time reading his holy word, through um, time spent with other like-minded believers who share testimonies and who can encourage us, through listening to sermons. There are so many sermons out there to encourage us. So when we're constantly seeking God or continuously seeking God, then we're able to be mindful of 
his goodness and we're also able to be mindful of his guidance. You know, there are times in my life where I'm asking God, what do you want me to do in this situation? And literally, I kid you not, a song will come on the radio that speaks directly to my situation and then I know what God's telling me to do. And I just start laughing because God is so ridiculously amazing. And when we seek him, when we really seek him, he moves in ways we can't even imagine. And so I pray that on today, whatever you need from God, that you are being mindful of how much time are you spending with him? Are you singing? Are you shining? Are you standing? Are you seeing? And are you seeking as you work to live your holiest hot mess life? Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and we praise you for who you are. We thank you, Lord God, that you are at work in our lives and that you desire to be in relationship with us, Lord God, that you love us with an everlasting love, Lord God, and that you are so majestic, so incredible, that your greatness is so beyond anything we can comprehend, Lord, and yet you want to be in relationship with little old us. Lord, as we concentrate and focus on living our holiest hot mess lives in a way that glorifies you Lord God help us to seek you first and foremost Lord God help us to find you as we sing and help us to find you as we shine and help us to continue to shine for you as we stand and as we see and Lord we're so grateful that we're able to seek you because you desire to be found because you are right here with us every step of the way All we need to do is be aware. So Lord, we thank you for the awareness of who you are and all that you have for us. Have your way. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. I pray that this was a blessing for you. I pray that you will like, share, and subscribe, and that you'll come back to hear more tips and strategies of how to live your holiest, hot mess life. God bless.